Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 24th of May. India reported over 2,22,000 new coronavirus cases today, taking the infection tally to over 2 crores 67 lakhs. The death toll climbed by 4,454, which takes the country's tally to 3,3720. India is now the third country in the world, after the United States and Brazil, to log over 3 lakh deaths. These figures, however, have been suspected to be heavy undercounts. Globally, the coronavirus has now infected over 166.9 million people and killed over 3.45 million. Days after the Arvind Kejriwal government announced that the vaccination drive for the youth in the city would be halted, AAP MLA Atishi said that if the centre doesn't replenish the capital stocks, co-vaccine doses would not be available after today for frontline and healthcare workers as well as those above 45. While Covishield shots were available for seven days in the national capital, Atishi added that only 25,000 co-vaccine doses are left for those above 45. She said that there had been no clarity on when the centre would supply the next instalment of co-vaccine, though it had promised to provide it by June. Yesterday, the Punjab government said that pharmaceutical company Moderna had refused to supply its coronavirus vaccines directly to the state government. Punjab Nodal Officer for Vaccination, Bikas Karg, told ANI that according to its policy, Moderna would only deal with the central government and not state governments or private players. According to NDTV, Punjab is also exploring possibilities to procure vaccines through a global tender from various manufacturers, including Sputnik V maker, Camellia Research Institute of Epidemiology and Microbiology, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson. Punjab is among at least eight states that have decided to float global tenders for vaccines amid shortages. Four junior doctors of Maharani Lakshmibai Medical College in Uttar Pradesh's Jhansi were taken into custody by the police yesterday after they tried to present a memorandum to Chief Minister Adityanath. The Chief Minister was on a visit to take stock of the COVID-19 facilities in the college, and the doctors wanted to raise a few demands regarding the administration and infrastructure at the facility. The memorandum had asked for sufficient supply of medicines at their hospital, as well as better treatment of nurses and healthcare workers by the administration. Hardeep Jogi, president of Resident Doctors Association, told the Quint that the doctors had merely wanted to inform the chief minister about their demands, but had been taken to a police station instead. Chasi District Magistrate Andhra Vamsi said that the doctors were stopped for security reasons and their demands were later heard. Patanjali founder Ramdev has withdrawn his comment calling allopathy a stupid science. This came hours after Union Health Minister Harsh Vardhan wrote to him in this regard. In a letter addressed to Vardhan, Ramdev said that he was not against modern medicine and allopathy, and reiterated his clarification that he was actually reading out a WhatsApp message when he made the comment. He added that he was merely pointing out flaws in a branch of treatment and that his comments should not be viewed as an attack or opposition to science. He wrote, and I quote, One should always introspect. Similarly, allopathic doctors should also refrain from referring to Ayurveda and yoga as pseudoscience 
as even that hurts the sentiments of many. End quote. On Saturday, Ramdev claimed that lakhs of patients had died because of allopathic medicines rather than a shortage of oxygen. Ramdev and his company, Patanjali Ayurved, had courted another controversy earlier this year for promoting a product called Coronil, which the firm claimed was the first evidence-based medicine for coronavirus. Vardhan had attended the event where Ramdev released a research paper on Coronil, and the Indian Medical Association had strongly objected to the centre's endorsement of the unscientific product. The centre today opposed the urgent hearing of a batch of petitions in the Delhi High Court to recognise same-sex marriage in India. Bar and Bench reported that Solicitor General Tushar Mehta argued that the government was focusing only on real urgent issues amid the devastating second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. The police sought to recognise same-sex marriage under the Hindu Marriage Act, Special Marriage Act and Foreign Marriage Act. Mehta said, and I quote, You don't need a marriage certificate for hospitals. Nobody is dying because they don't have a marriage certificate. End quote. Advocate Menika Guruswami, on the other hand, argued that it affected the daily lives of lakhs of citizens as they were left out in hospitals and medical treatment. In February, the centre told the Delhi High Court that in spite of decriminalisation of homosexuality under Section 377 of the Indian Penal Code, same-sex marriage was not a fundamental right in the country and that same-sex couples living together as partners and having a sexual relationship was not comparable with an Indian family unit. The next hearing is scheduled for July 6th. Listeners, have you noticed that there are no advertisements that interrupt your daily dose of news? The reason why I have to ironically interject at this point is to remind you that this ad-free experience is brought to you by News Laundry subscribers. It is because of their commitment towards keeping news independent and free from influence that we are able to provide you with quality news content, free from annoying ads. If you want to join them and us, then I welcome you on board. Our subscribers are not only keeping ads away, but also allow us to provide them with reports across media, including videos, ground reports, interviews, and podcasts such as this. One of our latest reports is by Nidhi Suresh, about 17 Muslim employees of the Bengaluru COVID war room being shunted out after MP Tejasvi Surya accused them of corruption. While the BBMP claims that they have been reinstated, they haven't. You can read her report on our website. It is titled, Muslim COVID warriors victimized by Tejasvi Surya are yet to get their jobs back. Nidhi is reporting from Karnataka thanks to the support of our subscribers. So if you aren't a subscriber already, what are you waiting for? Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Remember, when the public pays, the public is served. Nearly a week after three men from tribal communities were killed in a clash with security personnel in Silgar, Chhattisgarh, the collector of Sukma district ordered a magisterial inquiry into the incident yesterday. While the police had initially declared that the three were affiliated with Maoists, the families of the deceased denied the charge. The order for the magisterial probe was passed when representatives of the protesting communities met the Inspector General of Police and the collectors of Sukma and Bijapur districts yesterday. The families of the victims also returned the 10,000 rupees compensation 
and demanded an independent inquiry into the matter. Sukma collector Vinit Nandanwar subsequently announced the magisterial probe and requested the protesters to go home until the probe report was submitted. More than 5,000 people from over 30 villages have been protesting for the last 10 days against the decision to set up a security camp at Silgar. According to a police statement on the incident, on May 17th, three people died in a firing when a crowd of over 3,000 people suddenly approached the camp after local protesters had left, who destroyed the camp's fences and attacked police personnel. Kerala Rajya Sabha MP Elamaram Karim wrote to the president today, requesting him to urgently call back Lakshwadeep administrator Praful Patel. The MP accused Patel of destroying the traditional life and culture of the islands. Kareem wrote, and I quote, Patel was appointed as the administrator on December 5, 2020. As soon as he assumed office, he unilaterally changed the standard operating procedure, which was in force on the island for preventing the spread of the pandemic. According to the people of the island, the unplanned and unscientific altering of the SOP has led to the current surge in COVID cases in Lakshwadeep, where not even a single case was reported in the year 2020. End quote. He further alleged that 38 Anganwaris had been closed and 190 people have been terminated from the tourism department, among other administrative changes. The hashtag SaveLakshwadeep has been trending on Twitter today and users have alleged similar grievances, such as how the Patel administration allegedly dismissed several employees at various government institutions, including healthcare, agriculture, and education. Earlier this year, the Lakshadweep administration had faced criticism after its proposal to bring in a new panchayat regulation that made any person with more than two children ineligible to contest panchayat elections. The Gujarat police have registered an FIR against nearly 2,000 unidentified people on charges of attempt to murder and rioting after members of two communities clashed at Gir Somnath on Sunday. The Indian Express reported that the violence left six policemen and around a dozen other people injured. The FIR also named 47 people for similar offences in connection with the incident that took place yesterday. The clash broke out at Navabandar village after an altercation broke out over the collision of two fishing boats at a jetty in the village. Soon after, about 2,000 people across two communities allegedly hit each other with sticks, swords, iron and plastic pipes and also hurled stones and empty glass bottles. The police had to lob several tear gas shells to control the mob. Officials said that efforts are on to arrest all those associated with the incident. A Ryanair flight was forced to land in Belarus on Sunday so that Belarusian authorities could detain a passenger on arrival. The flight landed on the instruction of President Alexander Lukashenko of Belarus. The passenger in question was 26-year-old Roman Protasovich, a blogger who was put on a wanted list after last year's mass protests. Lithuanian President Kitanas Nausida condemned Belarus's actions and demanded that Protasevich be released. He said, and I quote, I call on NATO and EU allies to immediately react to the threat posed to international civil aviation by the Belarus regime. The international community must take immediate steps that this does not repeat, end quote. 
Reuters reported that Lukashenko has launched a violent crackdown on the 2020 street protests. Around 35,000 people have been detained since August and dozens have received jail terms. Authorities say that more than 1,000 criminal cases have been launched. Protasevich is one of the founders of an opposition news service, Nexta, a telegram channel that has become one of the main sources of news about demonstrations in Belarus. More than 1,25,000 school teachers in Myanmar have been suspended for joining the civil disobedience movement to oppose the military coup that overthrew the country's elected government in February, an official of the Myanmar Teachers' Federation told Reuters. The suspension comes days before the start of a new school year, which some teachers and parents are boycotting as part of the civil disobedience campaign. The state-run Global New Light of Myanmar newspaper called on teachers and students to return to schools to get the education system started again. A member of the Teachers' Federation, however, said that the statements were merely meant to threaten people to come back to work. He said, and I quote, If they actually fire this many people, the whole system will stop. End quote. According to the Federation, around 19,500 university staff have also been suspended. A national unity government set up underground by opponents of the junta, said it would do all it could to support the teachers and students, calling on foreign donors to stop funding the junta-controlled education ministry. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these trying times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.